0: This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Welcome back, I'm Bill Pollack. If you heard the show on Friday, we had Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft on, and this was news to me. The Republican Party is moving from a primary election to a caucus on March 2nd. Uh, Democrats in the state will have mail-in voting March 23rd and then in-person voting uh, on the 24th. Libertarians holding a convention February 24th in Earth City. And I was talking with Marshall uh, after that on Friday and I said, Marshall, I said, am I the only one that doesn't know about this or is this still kind of new to people here in Missouri? He said, I I think it's kind of new. So uh, today I consider today opening day of election season. Today is the Iowa caucus and uh, they throw out the first pitch. And joining me, I think this would be perfect for us to kind of learn about the caucus process uh, from our sister network at Radio Iowa is Kay Anderson. Hello, Kay.
1: Hello. Hey, uh, I- you could also call this the kickoff. Oh. The time for kickoff is 7 p.m., by the way.
0: Oh, okay. All right. The kickoff. Okay. Now, in your email... Uh, when I get emails from you, it says O, the, the letter O, K. Henderson. I mean, I go like my, all my personal stuff is William, but I go by Bill. What do you go by on air? Should I throw the O in there or?
1: On first reference, please. Okay. But since we have met one another in a professional capacity, you may call me K. Yeah. Hereafter.
0: And, and in some less professional capacities <laughs> as well. <so. laughs> well, I'm glad that you're um uh,
1: uh, Take it, by yeah. the way, my first name is Onet, so it's not an affectation. Oh, my parents name my parents named me Onet K, and then they were older and decided they would never remember the name Onet, so they called it K.
0: Yeah, I you know, I don't even think I I knew that, and I've known you for years, <laughs> Onet. And you're the first Onet, so there we go. All right, so some history here. On show me today, how about that? Well, listen, I'm glad you're taking time because I know this is going to be a busy day for you but to help us understand the the process and and maybe share some of the history. Um, Here in Missouri, in the past primaries, we go to the voting stations, we cast our vote, we leave. Iowa is different. And it's different depending on Republican or Democrat. So how are caucuses different from primaries? And then how are the parties different in Iowa this time around?
1: So let's get in the Wayback Machine. In 1972, a fellow named Gary heart found out that there were caucuses in iowa and uh that's kind of the germ or the the first little nugget of how the caucuses became a thing in 1976 um jimmy carter won democratic caucuses as a candidate actually the first place finisher that year was uh undecided (laughs) Um, And it it drew so much national attention for Jimmy Carter. He spent a lot of time in the state um, on the Democratic side that Iowa Republicans decided, hey, let's have caucuses in 1980. And if uh, you have a history book, you may have read that George H.W. Bush won those caucuses. And a lot of people say, hey, that's probably why Ronald Reagan chose him as a running mate, because he was sort of a surprise um, winner of the caucuses. Uh, in Iowa, the Iowa Republicans have always essentially had what amounts to a straw poll. So the caucuses begin at 7 p.m. in your local precinct, and it's not like the place where you normally vote. A lot of these events are held in high school gymnasiums or elementary school lunch rooms or a church basement. Um, in the distant past, some of these have actually been held in really rural areas in people's living rooms. Oh, wow. So, so you have to be a registered Republican when you cast a straw poll ballot. In some counties, it's just a piece of paper and people write a name on it. Um, some counties have decided to print ballots that list the names and then there'll be a check mark and that'll be easier to count, particularly in much larger precincts and some of Iowa's larger areas Um, at the end of that process, at the end of the process of marking the papers, then everyone in the room watches as they count and a representative from each campaign can be at the table where the counting's happening and sort of watch, be a monitor, and then they announce the results. Then um, each precinct calls the results into their county Republican Party chair. And then that person reports the results to the state party. And then cross your fingers that we get results, um, you know, as early as possible um, on this Monday night.
0: Yeah. How how late could you be going? Because I know uh, in our conversation on on Friday, I think they're starting at like 10 o'clock in the morning here. So you could go late. I mean, it's going to be a late night for you then.
1: Right. So I'm not sure what um, Missourians are intending to do, but, you know, this these things start at 7 p.m. And then they they may be wrapped up by 9 p.m. The actual um, counting happens pretty early because after the counting's over, they start talking about party platform and. People want to be a delegate to the county convention. Um, they, you know, may talk about the candidates that are running in their area. May the, some of them may be there and give a little speech. So there, it's a party building exercise mainly. Um, but this presidential straw poll thing has gained a lot of um, attention <laughs> over the past decades. Yeah, um, and you mentioned. You know, Democrats have done it differently. Well, they're they're doing it differently again this year. In previous years, you go to a Democratic caucus in Iowa and you'd have to stand in a corner with other people who support your candidates. And then there's math. They determine how many people are standing in each candidate group. And if one of those groups doesn't have at least 15 percent support in the room, then those people in that little group have to go to one of the other candidate groups and then they count again. Well, there's no math and you don't have to make that declaration in public at the Democratic caucuses. We're actually surprised they're having them. Um, But because the Democratic National Committee at the recommendation of President Biden said, hey, hey, hey no more Iowa first on the Democratic side of the nominating process. Democrats are having mail in presidential preference cards and those results will be announced on Super Tuesday, March 5th.
0: Oh, wow. Well, there's a lot so of they're
1: not doing any of. So Democrats are expecting also because, it, you know, we have an incumbent president on the Democratic side. Um, they're not. They're expecting turnout to be roughly what it was in 2012, uh, you know, maybe 20, 25,000 people.
0: Okay. Kay Henderson joining us from Radio Iowa, talking about the Iowa caucuses. Is it caucuses or cauci?
1: It is caucuses. All right. It and should be
0: Caukey, though. I mean, you are the well, Iowa Hawkeyes. Why not no, the cockeyes? Okay. No no, no, no,
1: no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Right. So uh, p- people call it a caucus. Yeah. So each one of these little precinct things is a caucus. Yeah. So we are having caucuses in the plural.
0: Gotcha. Hey, what is it? I'm seeing this talk, and I don't know if this is just conspiracy theories uh, that at some point Uh, President Biden is going to drop out and Gavin Newsom is going to slide in. Is that even possible to happen? And how does that affect what would go on in Iowa today?
1: Well, Gavin Newsom's name is not on the presidential preference cards that are being mailed out out to um, Iowa Democrats that they'll be casting uh, between now and the end of February. But... Dean Phillips' name is on there. He's the Minnesota congressman who's actually running and having events in New Hampshire, some of which no one's showing up to. And uh, the name of Marianne Williamson is on there. She ran for president last time around, uh, as as is um, Joseph Biden's name. Joseph Robinette Biden, Jr., whatever his name is. Anyway. <laughs> uh, mouthful. So gavin gavin Newsom's name is not on those um ballots that they're sending out on the democratic side but what i will say is when you get to the democratic national convention and he's not the candidate anymore the delegates at the convention will have to choose a nominee if that if that scenario did play out and so it would make the event um incredibly newsworthy
0: yeah uh, Kate, uh, so it sounds like at least from the Republican side, it's going to be pretty similar to what would happen here in Missouri. You talk about like some of these things being in living rooms. Uh, our Secretary of State Ashcroft said uh, cussing and discussing. Uh, do these things get rowdy at times? Have, have you seen where this, you know, especially in somebody's living room, are they kicking people out? Do, do they get kind of wild or what happens?
1: Um we haven't had a lot of events of um, you know the need for bouncers, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but um, it, it's different because it's not technically a secret ballot. But if you're hey, if you have a piece of paper, you can sort of shield it from the people so if, um, others don't see whose name you're writing down or whose name you're putting a check mark by. Um, and when you throw it in the the hopper to be counted. So it's very much unlike the idea of declaring in person who who you're voting for.
0: Okay, I looked at some stats, and maybe you can verify this. The Iowa caucuses have had a 55% success rate at predicting which Democrat and a 43% success rate at predicting which Republican would win the nomination. Are those numbers right on? You think those are pretty accurate or close to sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Um,
1: sure. And, you know, in, in 2000, Al Gore won the Iowa caucuses and he wound up being the nominee and, uh, and George W. Bush, George W. Bush wound up being, winning the caucuses in 2000 and 2004. Democrats picked John Kerry uh, to run against the incumbent president in 2008. Barack Obama won in 20, and, and Mike Huckabee won, didn't wind up being the nominee. I mean, I can go through these things. These are facts that are in my head occupying space so that I cannot remember music lyrics. <laughs>
0: well, all right. So look, I here as someone as an outsider, I, I look at 55%, 43%. Those aren't great numbers, but I look at the Iowa caucus as all right. Your state may not necessarily pick the presidential nominee, but it's going to weed out a lot of people. Is the, is this the, the as you mentioned the kickoff? Does this kind of separate the 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 has and the has not have-nots, the have and the have-nots?
1: Well, the saying here is that there are three tickets, if you will, out of Iowa. In other words, three tickets that you get you to the rest of the contest and that's kind of what we've seen over the past you know three or four decades in which this thing has been has been held if you don't finish in the top three you're not going to be your party's nominee
0: i uh remember uh, how was it howard dean in 2004 the scream yeah you're going to talk about the screen yeah, do you want screen. to play the screen uh, yeah let's play it We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah, Yeah, that sunk him.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right, so here in Missouri, Kay Henderson with us from Radio Iowa. She's uh, gearing up for the Iowa caucuses tonight. What what should we watch for in the results coming out of Iowa?
1: Well, obviously the margin. Uh if former President Donald Trump wins this wins this thing handily uh, by an enormous margin, uh the Trump campaign will immediately be spinning this as Uh, primary caucus season over, let's focus on the general election. If there's some sort of upset or the margin is less than Bob Dole's 1996 victory in the neighborhood of 13 percent, then you'll have the other folks saying, game on. Mm -hmm. And you have a candidate in Nikki Haley, who appears in recent polling in New Hampshire to be within striking distance if you will of the former president and then of course the next contest uh, that you know people will be watching is going to be held in south carolina so it could get really interesting after iowa if uh, if the former president doesn't rack up an enormous victory here
0: Great stuff. Well, uh, hang in there. Get your. What do you do? Like, you have a pregame. Uh, you know, do you watch what you eat? I do you have exercise? no special.
1: I have no special socks that I wear. But um, <laughs> you need just,
0: them. I don't even think you're going to hit zero today. And then by tonight, who knows what what you guys will be? We're not much better. Uh, but. It,
1: it will be a deep freeze. I do have my minus forty uh, degree gloves that I'll be wearing. Uh, so I'm prepared. Iowans are prepared. I, I This may be a newsflash, but it gets cold here
0: sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And so
1: we we are prepared.
0: Yeah. Well, Kay, have a great, uh, great day. Thank you so much for taking time and kind of explaining all of this and what we need to look for. It was good catching up with you.
1: Thanks for the invitation. Yeah.
0: Kay Henderson from Radio Iowa. We'll be back with more. This is Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri.